Welcome to Manage to Engage, the podcast from clearandopen.com, dedicated to the evolution of you because businesses grow when people do. Serving leaders, managers, and people who will be, helping you reach excellence in your work and achieve your personal goals at the same time. Sign up for the free course at clearandopen.com. The reason our parents are so able to trigger us is because we still see them as authorities. Most parents will never give up their authority over you. They've just become so identified with it, it's so unconscious to them, they just won't give it up. They like they still think they somehow know better than you. Hi, it's Joseph, and thanks for tuning in to Manage to Engage, the podcast from clearandopen.com. To wrap up this series on letting reality win, I want to share a tool you can use to develop meaningful metrics for personal progress, the parental barometer. If you pay attention, you can learn a lot about yourself and what you think about yourself from a quick conversation with your parents. All you have to do is pick up the phone and pay attention. I offer weekly member webcasts and teach live courses on clearandopen.com because I believe with the right tools, anyone can eliminate the people, money, and time problems holding them back in business. And I share parts of these webcasts and courses on the show because I want to help you too. If you're enjoying the show and learning from it, I'd love your feedback. If you're listening to the show on an Apple device, all you have to do is open up the podcast app, click the podcast cover art, and click the link to leave a rating and review for the show. Thanks so much for listening. Let's start the show. We were talking about metrics before, and I I think that talking to your parents is one of the best litmus tests litmus tests for your own development. I um, I've taken to do it doing it regularly recently, really only for that reason. I want to see how I'm doing when we call my parents up. <laughs> help help me see that whole picture now what 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 are we looking for in that on that encounter or what are you well there's no there's no people more custom designed to push your buttons than your own parents okay so uh, they they will i mean it's 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 almost like you know like if there were if someone could design a machine that would trigger you perfectly (laughs) they would just end up producing your parents and the more you get away from it and grow and expand, the more it irritates you. Because the more, it, for me, it it, it really, I'm right there with you. Yeah, <laughs> me, me too. Yes. So you're there. That that's the phase. That's like I'd call that sort of an analog to thrival. It's the penultimate phase, right? And then the, the the phase you're looking for is the flow phase where they say stuff and you just think it's funny. Mm-hmm. Or you go, oh, wow, right. There's that passive-aggressive, snipey sarcasm. I remember when I used to be like that. That's where I got it from. Wow, amazing. Yeah, no. Oh, thank God there's another level. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> so, yeah. But th- that's that's quite good, you know, because... For, because Prior to that phase, there's a phase of where you don't even notice their shit. That when people don't notice how bizarre their parents are, it means they're just as bizarre as their parents. Right? So you have to get to a place where you actually change and leave the family trance and then see what oddballs they are and how weird they are. And you see the trance for what it is. And then, then it will make you crazy for a while. 
And there is usually a period of time where you just need to take some space and not interact with them much at all while you gain your balance and your footing in this new self. Then you want to go back. Just like to me, you know, and this is a little controversial, but, you know, for someone who's addicted to alcohol, for example, if they have to go the rest of their life not having a single drink, well, they've never really handled alcoholism. They've, they've managed it, but they're still susceptible to it. Well, it's the same thing with your parents. To me, the highest level of, of, of awareness and, and consciousness here is being able to spend time with people who used to make you crazy and you just think it's funny. Now, I'm not saying you would choose to do that. It doesn't have to be enjoyable to you, but just so that there's enough meta so that when they say stuff, like my father said something to me the other day. Um, I, I shared with them my podcast for the first time. They hadn't found it or whatever. And uh, they were listening to it and, and listening to just like the first 30 seconds. And, you know, the teasers are kind of these clever things my editors pull out. And, and my father said, where do you learn all this stuff? You know, like, this is actually pretty smart. I'm like... <laughs> and that's my biggest trigger is invisibility because my parents see me less than the average parent does. Like, they, they think like I'm reading this in books and then like regurgitating it for you guys or something like... Because I couldn't possibly just like be creating it or synthesizing it or anything. And he goes, he goes wow, you're really smart. It's too bad you're so fucked up. <laughs> he said that? No. And he, and he, yes. And he laughed oh, as wow. he said it. And I was just like, wow, that's amazing. Oh, my God. That's amazing. And I felt like it kind of pinched a little bit. But, um, but more I was like, wow, yeah, that's, that's, the, that's what wounded me. That's, that's what they did, both of them. They did this kind of like, oh, we're just teasing you, just messing, but it was a dagger in the back, you know? But, but because he, the way he laughed, it just gets dismissed. And if I were to go, ow, that really hurt, he would have just dismissed the whole thing in that moment, made excuses or whatever. I've done that. I've done that before. Challenged it, said I could, the, the road of like, hey guys, but that's the kind of weird passive aggressive stuff that you know, hurt me and made me feel invisible when I was a kid. And I've done all that and found the limits of what they could take in with it. And so I just, I was like, wow, that's amazing. Wow. That, that's, I was just kind of like, not quite stunned. What's the word? Um, I don't know, bemused in a kind of bizarre way. I don't know what the word is. I received, you know, the Christmas letters. I don't uh-huh. know if you guys get these from friends. They write out what they did for the whole year. Um, my very best friend sent it. And I've never seen anyone belittle their spouse in a public letter so clearly and awfully and painfully in my life. And I think he thought he was being humorous. Oh, no. Like the closer your circle gets, the easier they wound. And I, I read that and was just like, I can't believe people say these things. And he said this was unbelievable. Mm, that's sad. Yeah, well, anger, crying, and laughing are basically your three options with any of these kinds of things. And, um, you know, laughing is the hardest one, not in a not feeling it way, but in a you're so secure in yourself it can't touch you anymore. I mean, that's really what it's about. Like, because the only, the, the reason our parents, are so able to trigger us 
is because we still see them as authorities. Most parents will never give up their authority over you. They've just become so identified with it. It's so unconscious to them. They just won't give it up. They like, they still think they somehow know better than you. And it's understandable, you know, for like 20 years or so, they, that's who they were. And to be able to make a shift, you know, at age, you know, when you're age 20 or 25 and be like, okay, I've told you everything I know. Now, let me tell you the secret. I have no idea what I'm doing. I made all that up. How did you tell me what you learned? You know, for a parent to be able to do that, that's a rare parent that could actually learn from their adult child. The more the parent can't do that, in other words, the more the parent holds on to that false authority, the more likely you are going to give up your authority with them. If you give up your authority with them, you're triggerable. In other words, their opinions matter too much to you. Right? Because if I, you know, in other words, like what would be the difference for me if, uh, uh, you know, I'd meet some guy at a grocery store and we'd start talking and he goes, wow, you're really smart. It's too bad you're so fucked up. (laughs) (laughs) That should mean just as much to me as if one of my parents said it. You see, because I know what's true, but to the, to the degree, there's some part of me that's like still stuck in shame that goes, yeah, you are kind of fucked up. And despite all of your intelligence, you know, believe me, all of that's in me. I can jump right into that story or a part of me can, but how much is there the bigger me who's like, yeah, 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 yeah. They don't actually know you. They haven't since you were. 15, 14, and maybe they never have, and they insist on pretending. So who's right? Who's right? What reality are you going to go with? But because parents will very subtly and very powerfully constantly assert that their reality is absolute truth, look for it. Next time you're talking to one of your parents, if they're still alive, listen through the lens of, in what ways are they asserting absolute truth with me in, in a way that's just not questionable? Every time I talk to my father for longer than 10 minutes, he will start a sentence with the phrase, the reality is. <laughs> that's all it takes. When he says the reality is, what, suddenly I'm 10 years old. And he, I mean, in my family growing up, the mythos was dad knows everything. He was really good at Trivial Pursuit, and he's an expert at crossword puzzles. But he couldn't consciousness his way out of a paper bag. <laughs> okay. Right? But for a long time, that was the mythos. He knew everything. He's a clever guy. He's read a lot of books about stuff, but he doesn't know anything about living, living life. For those of you who know the Enneagram, he's a five. He's terrified of life. So yeah, so talking to your parents is a really terrific way to check in and see where you are. Because if they make you crazy, well, how did you make you crazy there? You must have believed what they said. Right? Some part of you still believes them. I don't have a problem with my parents, the way they act. I have a problem with the way that I hold my parents. That's... I. I, I find that they've let, or at least my dad, who where most of my shadow stuff comes from, mm-hmm. they, he, he just wants me to be happy and at peace and 
really and truly that's that's true but all the old old stuff is still there in my brain and it's really is true that interacting with him is a very big test for me as far as can I keep that all the realizations in place that I've you know started to make some ground with when I'm actually talking to him Hmm. so how does that how does that work well how do you do that so like when you're talking to him you're having memories no, it's just more the shadow. My shadow is is grounded in how I learned how to be around when he would, you know, the old, you know, the the what zero to five year old self. Mm-hmm. And so I'm not thinking about it. I'm just aware that there's that's the dynamic at play. There's no real dynamic. It's very different than what you just described. In that, you know, there's that dig or there's that the reality is thing. I'm not I'm not hearing any actual words. I'm just hearing a, I'm acting as if in my, it's all in my head. Have you ever basically. talked to your shadow about it? Yes, I have. I have a whole book. I have books about it. Okay, cool. Okay, good. <laughs> I'm not books, but I've, this is, I was just rereading some of the stuff from our summer work on the shadow and, and found some of that. And it's, it's been very helpful recently. Yeah, of course, I would, I would start with a yes here. You know, the, the, your shadow is looking out for you. And, and this would be, I think, the experience with, with any uh, adult talking to their parents. There's going to be a, a defense that is at least keeping a close eye on what's going on to make sure whatever happened doesn't happen again. So yeah, she's looking out for you. I like that. And I, I hope you like that too, because the intention is good. Mm-hmm. But then the question is, the, I, I would start there with your shadow and then I would say, what evidence do you have, shadow, that any of that is still happening? I would want to know, does she think you're missing something that it's still going on? Maybe she thinks you're missing something. Maybe it's still subtly there on an energetic level. I don't know, but I would be certainly open to that. Yeah. I think a lot of it's habit, but I think that asking that question continually. And and if it's habit, then the thing to do is just to um, give her a, a bridge, a ladder, a, train some way to come to 2018 so she gets that you're not there anymore you're not in that house that's another way of of describing this this issue you know the the reason our buttons are so easily pushed by our parents is because we still have parts of us that are living with them that are 10 years old that are five years old that are whatever usually an array and and they just they're still there for all purposes and they need you to help them see that you're a grown up now you know that it's just not true you ever had a dream uh, you know where you're living with them again and you're a kid and you wake up and it takes you like a couple of minutes to remember where you live and where you are and what year it is like that reality is not far away back to what we were saying before in in investigating how you do how you make yourself suffer, that's one of the ways you do it is by abiding with the reality uh, that, that parts of you still are their kids, their kid in some real way when it's actually not true. Thanks for listening to Manage to Engage, the clear and open podcast. Join us next week when you'll be a little bit closer to who you're destined to be. Until then, know that Clear and Open is dedicated to the evolution of you because businesses grow when people do. Be sure to visit clearandopen.com for the latest tools, articles, and free resources to help you on your journey. Thanks for listening. 
and bye for now. <laughs>